Good evening and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Ebony Robinson and today I'd like to continue on with our discussion on abiding in the kingdom of God. In our last lesson, um, we talked about the kingdom being the sphere of God's rule and how at the moment you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you enter into the sphere of God's rule. All right. In this sphere under the authority of almighty God, everything in your life becomes subject to his authority, everything. Okay. And so we have to be careful to live like we know this, um, and not live like we don't know this. Okay. So I am not under, um, the authority of this world. I am not under the authority of societal perception. I live and I abide under the authority of almighty God. All right. And I live, I dwell in the sphere of his rule. All right. And so everything, everything in my life is kept under that authority. All right. So today, um, I want to elaborate a little more on what it is to enter into the sphere of God's rule. So when you receive the spirit of God in your heart, at the moment you believe, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit comes in and he begins to wash and cleanse and purge your consciousness, hallelujah, and brings your spirit into communion with him, hallelujah, who is spirit and says that those who worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. And so we enter into communion with him. But, but the question um, still remains, how do I know I've entered into the sphere of God's rule? There are a lot of people who um, don't know. They don't know. They don't know what the evidence of being in the sphere of God's rule is. And so I want to take a moment um, by the leading of the Holy Spirit to share with you um, a couple of answers to this question. How do I know when I've come under the sphere of God's rule? Well, we know this happens when you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, when you accept him as your Lord and savior, you enter into his rulership. All right. So you're no longer under the power and influence of sin, the power and influence of Satan, the power and influence of societal pressures, the power and influence of of um, just everything, anything in this world, everything in your life comes under the authority of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But how do you know you're there? How do you know? Well, number one, you know that you are under or you are in the sphere of God's rule because you have his spirit. All right. You know this because you have his spirit. How do you know you have his spirit? Well, let me give you the scripture. Romans, go with me to Romans chapter eight. We're going to look at uh, Romans chapter eight. And we'll start reading. Hallelujah. At verse 12. Well, you know what? Let me back up to nine because there's so much, so much so much to say here, but I want to give you this scripture in full. How do I know I've entered into the sphere of God's rule? One, you have his spirit. And because you have his spirit, you follow 
his spirit. Read with me Romans chapter 8, starting at verse 9. It says, You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the spirit. So when I enter into the sphere of God's rule, I'm no longer under the authority and the power of sin or satanic ideologies. I am now under the authority of almighty God and his word that is forever settled in his kingdom. This word will stand forever. Okay. And so now I'm under the authority of his word and the, the, the word of God tells me in verse nine that at this point, when I receive his spirit, I'm no longer controlled by the sinful nature, but by the spirit. If the spirit of God lives in you now, that's that, that's it. That's the question. If the spirit of God lives in you, then you're no longer controlled by your sinful nature. Here's the problem. A lot of people say that they have the spirit of God, yet they allow the sinful nature to dominate in their lives. Okay. So with that, I admonish you, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus to make your calling and election sure. If you have the spirit of God, okay, you must not, you should not, you should not allow your sinful nature to dominate in your life. If the sinful nature is still dominating in your life, then I ask you, do you have his spirit? Because this word does not lie. If the spirit of God is in me, then I am able to be led by the spirit. But I've got to choose to reckon the desire of my flesh and the desire of my human nature dead to me. Otherwise, I might be inclined to satisfy the lust of my flesh. Okay. But because I have his spirit, I have to bring my soul. Hallelujah. That is my emotions, how I feel, what I think and my will. All right. I have to bring my soul and my body. That is the appetite of my body under this authority. Hallelujah. That I've come into under this sphere of God's rule. And I have to allow my spirit man that is in constant communion with the father. Hallelujah. I have to allow the spirit to rule and reign and lead me. So I'm not going to be led by the lust of my flesh. I'm going to be led by the spirit. That is a choice that I make. Hallelujah. So I have to make that choice. Let's keep reading here. The word says, and if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. Okay. So if you have his spirit, then you're led by him. If you do not have his spirit, then you do not belong to him. Hallelujah. And if you want to belong to the Lord, I, I dare you to just say this simple prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you right now and I repent of my sins, Lord. Everything that I've done against you, spoken against you, Father, I, I take it back right now in the name of Jesus. And I know that you are Lord. And I'm asking your Holy Spirit to come into my heart and live and rule and reign in me. Hallelujah. In Jesus name, I will trust you for the rest of my life. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So now if anyone does not have his spirit, he does not belong to Christ. But if you have confessed that Jesus Christ is Lord and you have invited him into your heart, you have his spirit. 
Hallelujah. Verse 10 says, but if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin. Your spirit is alive because of righteousness. So what is alive in you? Is it your flesh? Is it the appetite of your flesh or is it your spirit? Is the spirit alive in you? Okay. So you want, if I am saved, then my spirit has to be alive in me and not my flesh. Okay. And this is, let me tell you something. This is how I know for me that I've come under, well, you know what? Let me finish reading these scriptures first. I'm going to share a brief testimony on, on the moment. Well, not even just, I just want to share a moment where I really understood what it was to be in the sphere of God's rule and how my mind, body, and soul, everything was under the authority of almighty God. I want to share that with you, but let me keep reading. Verse 11 says, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. Let us keep reading verse 12. Therefore, brothers, we have an obligation. Hallelujah. An obligation, not a choice. We have an obligation, but it is not to the sinful nature. Hallelujah. The nature of my flesh is to sin. The appetite in my flesh is against the will of God. All right. But I have an obligation that is not to my sinful nature or to live according to my sinful nature because the spirit of God is alive in me. Let's read verse 13. For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. But if you by the spirit put to death, the misdeeds of the body, you will live. How do I put to death the misdeeds of the body? Well, I have to, in order to do that, I have to, my mind has to be renewed. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the word of God is what renews our mind. So that's, that, that means we got to spend more time studying his word. We got to spend more time in communion and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We have to talk to him throughout the day. Hallelujah. We have to uh, minister to him and allow him to teach and minister to us throughout our day. Okay. And so if I'm going to put to death the misdeeds of my body, right? That means that the, in the renewing of my mind, I regard the power of sin in my life is dead. Hallelujah. So if there is a, a, a desire or an appetite in my flesh that is contrary to the word of God, I have, if I regard the power of that desire in me as dead, then I do not yield to it. Hallelujah. And so what I would like to do right now is call some folk back because some people have justified sin. Hallelujah. And Paul said, shall we continue in sin so that grace may abound? No, 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 no. And so I want to challenge you today to really take a moment and think about those areas of your life where you used to wrestle and now you no longer wrestle, but you've yielded uh, to this lifestyle of sin that is... um, that is not a reflection of who you are in Christ. Okay. I want to call you back, call you back into the fight. Okay. I want to call you back into the, 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 the right mindset that says that I regard sin in my body and the desire of my flesh and the desire of my old nature as dead to me. Hallelujah. So I'm not going to live a lifestyle of sin. If I fight, I'll fight it out until the end, but I'm not going to yield to it. Hallelujah. All right. So I regard the power of sin as dead. 
that's how I put it to death. I've got to make up my mind. I've got to set my face like flint and I've got to be unchanging and unturning in my resolve to to uh, determine that the power of sin, uh, that the power of sin in and over my life is dead. Hallelujah. So that I will be be sensitive. Hallelujah. To the heart of the spirit and sensitive to his leading and his prompting. And I will go in the way that he wants me to go. Hallelujah. Watch this. Verse 14 says, because those who are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. (laughs) So I'm asking you, are you in the fight? You see what I'm saying? Because sometimes it's a fight. Because some of us have some thorns in our flesh and we have some things that don't want to let us go. We've got some stuff in the old man that just keeps on rising up. But I want to know, are you in the fight today? And if you are in the fight today, I pray that you will continue to be strengthened. Hallelujah. As the father continues to work out the sanctification process in you. Hallelujah. That you might, um, that you might totally and completely uh, move away from or, or, or be, be, or, or sever the tie, hallelujah, between yourself and your new life and, 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 and those old corrupt desires. Okay. Those things in our life that want to hold on to us that are not godly. The Lord says, because those who are led by the spirit are the sons of God. So if I am a son of God, then I am led by his spirit. Let's keep reading. Verse 15 says, for you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. I'm not a slave. I'm not a slave to fear, but you receive the spirit of sonship. And by him, we, we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Hallelujah. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs and heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Hallelujah. So I I do. I I just believe that, you know, some of us need to um, really get back in the fight and really follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. And not give place to the power of sin in our life. So how do I know that I've entered into the sphere of God's rule? I know that I've entered into his sphere because I have his spirit. I'm led by his spirit. Hallelujah. I regard my flesh and the appetite in my flesh and the power of sin in my life as dead. This is how I know I have his spirit. Hallelujah. Now, now, now let me share just really quickly a testimony with you. Then I'm going to wrap this thing up because I only have one more point to make. But um, this is how I, this is, this is a moment in my life where I really understood what it is to be in the sphere of God's role. So I remember being um, very, very, very upset with Mr. Robinson, right? (laughs) Mr. Robinson is my husband. Sometimes I refer to him as Mr. Robinson. So I was very upset with him, you know, and, and he was at work and I was waiting on him to get home. And um, I had walked through it in my mind, everything I was going to do and everything I was going to say, you know, and I was furious and, you know, I was going to really give it to him as soon as he came through that door. Right. And so when I heard the garage opening, you know, I jumped up and I'm, I'm ready to give him the business, you know, um, and I meet him at that door. But as, as soon as he opened that door and I saw him. 
every desire in my flesh to say all those things to him, mean, nasty things to, you know, get him in order and, 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 and make him understand, you know, whatever it was that I wanted him to understand and to really, to really handle him, you know, um, all the desire to do all of those things. As soon as he opened that door and I saw him, it shifted, it melted away. And my heart was immediately filled up with mercy. My heart was immediately filled up with grace. That was all I had to pour out in that moment. So whereas I had made up my mind to that we was it was going down when he got home. We we it, it was going down. We were gonna really argue this thing out. I was gonna give him the business, right? But when he when he got to that door and he opened that door and I saw him, hallelujah, my whole mind, body, and spirit under the authority of Almighty God. Um, was immediately, I was filled up with um, mercy and love and compassion and grace. So whereas I wanted to say all of those things and I wanted to to really, um, you know, bring this harsh correction against him, um, that was, it wasn't, it couldn't, I couldn't let it flow from me. It wasn't there to flow from me. It wasn't there to flow from me. The only thing there for me to offer in that moment was love. The only thing there for me to offer in that moment was mercy. The only thing there for me to offer in that moment was grace and reconciliation, right? And none of that was my plan. (laughs) And it just, just happened so fast. But this is the work of the Holy Spirit. So now listen to me, people of God. So when I'm talking about being dead to the power of sin, when we really surrender to the Holy Spirit, this is his work to do. Okay. I don't want you to get wrapped around the axle, you know, trying to be good um, because we know that good works doesn't save us. It is our faith in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That saves us. And so I don't want to, I don't want to push um, salvation by works, but what I do want to push is surrender and surrender and surrender to the relationship, surrender to the spirit of God in you and surrender. And the more you surrender, hallelujah, in those moments where you want to, or you anticipate responding in your flesh, the Holy Spirit is leading and he will give you an alternate response. Hallelujah. Don't override what he's telling you to do. Don't override it. (laughs) Move with them. If he pours in you or if he fills you up with mercy, don't pour out wrath, pour out mercy. If he fills you up with reconciliation, don't bring a conversation that's going to, um, that's going to cause division, pour out the reconciliation that he has filled up your heart with. All right. Release that. That is you following his spirit and, and reckoning your the power of sin and the power of your flesh is dead. Hallelujah. So I want to share that with you, that example with you for, for a moment that I experienced where I, I know I was under the, uh, the authority that I was in the sphere of God's rule and it was not his will for me to respond that way in this moment. And so he filled me up with what he wanted, but I still had to choose to pour it out. And so I'm asking you today as the Holy Spirit fills you up with right living, with right speech, with right conversation, with right behaviors. Do you yield to those or are you still yielding to the flesh? Hallelujah. Those who are the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. Now, last Last thing, last thing. The question was, how, how do you know you've come into the sphere of God's rule? Well, answer the second thing I want to share with you today 
is that I know that I'm in the sphere of God's rule because God, the father is working. He immediately begins to work a process of sanctification through me and in me. Okay. He begins to work this process of sanctification in us. Hallelujah. Because he's called, he's translated us from the kingdom of darkness into his kingdom of light. Right. And then he sanctifies us. Hallelujah. And this, this, this process of sanctification, um, is ongoing. Because I'm set apart, but I'm also being set apart. Hallelujah. I'm set apart in that because I have his spirit, my spirit is in constant communion with the father, right? So I'm set apart. My spirit is alive to the father, right? But there is still uh, a part of me that that corruption in my nature. So I have to yield to the spirit of God in such a way that Although my flesh desires to go in one direction, I am more apt to move by the spirit rather than moving on my own accord. So I want to read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And there's a, there's a, a verse, a couple of verses um, that will help us to understand the sanctification um, pr- process. Okay. First uh, Thessalonians chapter five. All right, here we go. We're going to start reading at verse 19. Very good stuff here. Verse 19 says, do not put out the spirit's fire. <laughs> here, listen, listen, do not put out the spirit's fire. This is what we're talking about. When the spirit pours in you, hallelujah, a response. But instead of you going with the spirit response, which is, Girl, pack your stuff and go home. You don't want to, you go, you, you don't want to be, you know, falling into this fornication. You don't want to fall into adultery. The Lord will always give us a way and escape of escape. He is always leading us. Will we follow? Okay. He says, do not put out the spirit's fire. Do not put out the spirit's fire. Okay. Verse 20. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. Hallelujah. Verse 21. Test everything. Hold on to the good and avoid every kind of evil. Hallelujah. Test everything. Is this of God? Should I really be doing this? Am I being led by the spirit? Is this what the spirit wants? Right? So, so, so we have to be careful to not put out the spirit's fire. Okay. In order for the fire to continue to burn bright, we've got to stay in communion number one. And then we also have to walk in obedience. The more disobedient we, we, we are, the more disobedient we become. Okay. And the further we move away from the fellowship that the father has brought us into with him. Okay. And so we don't want to do that. He is always leading us and he is working sanctification in us. This is, it is his work. It is his work. Hallelujah. But our choice to hear him and to yield to him, to avoid every kind of evil, to test every spirit, to not to not quench or put out the spirit's fire. Verse 23 says, may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. Here we go. We're talking about sanctification. 
May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. Listen, the one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. He's doing it. He's leading you. Are you following? Are we following? That's the question. Are we following? God is not slack concerning his promises. I'm telling you, he is not. What is written in his word is settled. And I know that his word is true. So if if he says that he is leading me, then I know that he is. He is leading us all. But the question is, are we following? Are we being obedient to his voice, to his unction? Are we moving in the direction that he wants to go? Or are we still content to do our own thing? The Lord says sanctification is his work. He'll do it. He doesn't need you to, of your own, it's not your own, it's not um, your own, your work. It's it's his work. It's not um, your responsibility. It's your responsibility, yes, to obey and to listen to his spirit. But the action is his choosing. Hallelujah. And that is what I, that's what I mean by, you know, sometimes we try to be good, right? And so our efforts to be righteous, um, are not what it is that the Lord is not necessarily the Lord's work because even the Pharisees and the Sadducees saw themselves as righteous, but they were not doing the Lord's work. Okay. So what we must understand that as we come into the sphere of God's rule and as we are in the sphere of God's rule, this is where we abide, but we know that we are there. Hallelujah. Because we have his spirit and because we have his spirit, he leads us in the way that we should go. All right. And so we have to obey his way of righteousness, his path of righteousness. The Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is a way of destruction. Okay. So I don't want the way that seems right. I want the way that is right. All right. And so many of us, Many of us have taken a way that seems right and we really mean well, but it is not the path of the Lord It is not the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so I just want to encourage you today to know that you are in the kingdom of God. You are a citizen. You are under the sphere of God's rule. And the evidence of this is that you have his spirit. Not only do you have his spirit, but you are being led by his spirit. I want to encourage us all to continue to obey, to obey him, to obey his leading, hallelujah, um, and to choose his way, not the way that appears and seems right, but whatever it is in that moment that he is telling you to do, you move in that direction, hallelujah. And I, and I just speak against, you know, this spirit of deception that is so prevalent right now. The spirit of deception um, that that speaks lies and leads people into sin because the spirit uses the false appearance 
of righteousness. But it's not the righteousness of Christ. And so we want the righteousness of Christ. And so I just pray against that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. That may be working against um, the body of Christ. And, and, and trying to lead the people of God. Hallelujah. Into um, all kinds of sin. Hallelujah. All kinds of sin. So that negative judgments will come against the house of God because of the behavior of the people. I bind that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray for a clarity and wisdom. Hallelujah. Clarity and wisdom. Hallelujah. And that the, the saints of God will have the courage and the knowledge to test every spirit and to hold to what is good and avoid what is evil. Hallelujah. That we will not be outwitted by the enemy in Jesus name. Thank you for tuning in. This is Abide Forever. My name is Ebony Robinson. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day and have a fantastic weekend.